0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. Actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path.
1: Hollis, why? <laughs> I, d- I don't think Hollis had a choice in it. <laughs> we can, we can fix it. There are plans.
2: Uh, oh my god! You said we can fix it, and I suddenly just thought of like Bob the Builder.
0: Bob the Builder, priest of Avatar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can
0: we fix it? Yes! Yeah, we
2: can. The high priest of his town, <laughs> for sure. With my plus five
0: hammer of fixing. Uh, <laughs>
1: what's, the, what's the name of the little dude from Wreck-It Ralph who fixes all the stuff Ralph breaks?
0: It's like Fix-It Felix or something? Yeah, can yeah
1: like, can I be the Wreck-It Ralph in this situation? Because I don't <laughs> like the Church of Avatar. I break all their crap.
2: You want anyway. <laughs> to you wanna go to therapy with all the other villains? <laughs> I was
0: going to say, that sounds exactly like a Heather character. Just because I'm bad guy. Doesn't mean I'm a bad guy.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all oh, that notwithstanding, When <laughs> last we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers had made their way deep into the crypt of water, the uh, the water temple, if you will. For
1: Thanks, this book, I hate it.
2: Hey, you know what? At least we're not underwater. Everything's a yeah, hundred times worse if we were underwater. <laughs> Having engaged
0: the services of a pair of thanodamons, they made their way uh, further into the the crypt, circled around. Eventually, they had uh, made your way to the Watery Graves, which had seemed to be an apt description of the location, where you had found the sister of Hockitep's wife, adopted sister of Hockitep's wife, the elven woman Nyla, who had been, uh, you suppose, betrayed, killed, and then risen back up as a banshee, as well as her four handmaidens who had I mean, also she, been killed. She did
1: try
3: to kill Hockatap.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: That fight wouldn't have been as awful if it wasn't for the four extra things. Like, yes, the Banshee sucks and Hollis failed her save, but those extra freaking specters are what made it a total words would say swing if I said them show.
0: <laughs> but yes, the Banshee had used its eponymous well, at which point uh, three of you had managed to power through. Unfortunately, your own elven companion had failed her safe because both wizard and elf adds up to terrible fortitude saves yep. and had been slain by said effect. Fortunately, not raising up herself as a banshee because she is a female elf and therefore could easily raise up as a banshee. If you ever betray her, keep that in mind. <laughs>
2: the, this isn't even Hollis's final form. She's rising as a banshee. <laughs> it's like, what now?
0: My ghost will be both vengeful and retain
2: all of my spell. <laughs> exactly. 15 levels of wizard and banshee on top.
0: It's Hollis's long-term goal to just get the shortcut to ninth level spells. Well, the banshee, you say. <laughs> All I have to do is die, you say.
3: I've already done that once.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Twice now. <laughs> yes. Um, sad times then and soon, of course, as Hollis was slain by the effect you had uh, continued on the fight following that. Fortunately, Nyla had been able... You'd been able to bring her down relatively quickly with Citra's training in sneak attacking ghosts. But unfortunately, that is only a viable option X number of times per day. I think four.
3: Four.
2: Yeah. And we used all of them on the Banshee.
3: I used yeah. all of them on the Banshee, yes.
0: Yeah. A long battle I then ensued against the Handmaidens, each of them a phantasm. Horrible. I love how uh, at some point, I guess game designers just went, okay. Pull out the thesaurus for everything it related to ghosts Pretty and we'll are making a different them all type separate of things. ghosts for each of these: phantoms, yeah. phantasms, phantasms slightly different than phantoms. also
2: specters, different than all of the above. Specters and shades, and ghosts and sh- are their own thing with their own set of messed up stuff. It's true.
0: However, you had proven yourselves victorious. We had left off as the three of you had gathered together, made your way across to where the still form of Hollis Lies. In her last moment before the uh, the life had been sadly snuffed out of her, laying on her side, clutching, ensuring the soundproof nature of her familiar satchel, you hear a very faint, rabid clucking coming from inside of the satchel that Hollis cradles to her now dead chest. It's,
2: it's so sad. It's so sad.
0: The most disappointing thing of all of this, you cannot understand her.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> it's a morbid joke.
1: Masika will pull out that effigy <laughs> of Anubis that we found, I think, way back Did in you the Sightless Sphinx. A figgy? Effigy. I don't effigy. know.
2: <laughs> I, I thought she was just being cute by saying a figgy. <laughs> is, is a figgy a term for, like, fig-filled?
1: It's one of those things that I've never heard said and read uh, a million uh, times. Ah,
2: uh, yes.
0: I mean, yes. I, I cannot mock anyone for mispronouncing <laughs> things. I thought you were doing it intentionally to no. make this statuette cute. <laughs> the think
1: the about Effigy how of did. Anubis. I don't remember where we found it. Sightless Sphinx? I can't remember.
3: Uh,
0: really. No, you guys have actually had this since... Uh, it's been a bit. Book three. I think either you found this in the tomb of Chisisek or this was given to you by Tedesura.
2: I can't remember. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time we've been hanging on to this.
0: Basically three books. Anything the rest of you want to do while Masika's digging through her bag?
1: I'm
3: going to go release sugar from the bag.
2: That's a great
0: idea.
3: And try to calm her down.
0: <laughs> the chicken flutters free, looks up towards all of you, waves her wings in a frantic manner, turns over there and then gently rests her head on top of uh, on top of Hollis's head as her hat has fallen free and lays gently floating in the water next to her.
3: It's so sad.
0: As Masika retrieves the statue, Narmor flutters down, just gently pats Sugar on the back. She whaps him with a wing. Get away.
1: Uh, yeah, Masika will crack open the effigy and sprinkle Hollis with diamond dust. Farewell. So when you sprinkle the diamond dust found within uh, the statue over someone, they come back as if to life, as if a temporary resurrection spell.
0: Yep, I believe well, okay. the uh, the actual wording and the item description is um, can be used to bring a dead creature back to life. Although Anubis, as the god of the dead, is willing to only grant a temporary reprieve from mm-hmm. Oblivion. I
2: mean, he is a death god, so...
3: Thanks, Anubis.
0: <laughs> so you snap this open. Pour the contents in your hand. Sprinkle it across Holland's fallen figure. Again, probably trying to uh, not necessarily ignore, but just not process the the soft chicken cooing sounds coming from sugar
3: it's just so sad oh it's so sad
0: she snuggles up to her beloved hollis with a jolt hollis's eyes snap back open and there's a deep almost rattling intake of breath
4: (gasps) did we win
0: don't you ever do that to me again
4: i didn't do it i hugged my chicken i said did we win and then i hugged my chicken and like i didn't do it
1: Citra, um, I need the, the scroll of Ray's dead, otherwise she's just gonna die again in 24 hours Oh, uh,
3: uh, uh One <laughs> sec, and she digs in her <laughs> handy haversack and pulls out the scroll and is like, here Hollis gonna...
4: mournfully looks over at her hat floating in the water I spend those ten minutes drying my hat
2: with precious the, the top priority for Hollis is the hat Hollis
4: love her hat, she love her chicken and her hat <laughs> frickin' banshees. We should have known when she was an elf that she was gonna be a banshee. Frickin' elves.
1: <laughs> Masika elves? is casting a scroll so can't interject with, but you're an elf. <laughs> you know, Don't betray me. I'll be an elf. I'll be that. <laughs> <not. laughs> oh,
2: okay. Well, uh, to catch you up, not only was there a banshee, there were four phantasms? Ghosts. Phantasms. Those are two different phan- things you're saying. I think phantasms are the, the, the right term. I don't remember if I identified those or not.
3: I can't. So Citra's just like, yeah, they were ghosts.
2: <laughs> I think I think one one of us knew they were phantasms, but didn't really know much else. Of Hollis decides Sudhi's
4: probably right because Citra doesn't always know anything about ghosts and ghostly things, except how to. Dabble. So
2: yeah. So anyway, the handmaidens <laughs> were phantasms, so we had to fight them too. So uh, we're pretty messed up.
4: This place is bad. I mean, we sort of knew that coming in, but like... Worse than the other place.
2: Well, it's worse than we thought, also. Also,
4: what's what does a banshee screaming have to do with water? It's rude. Uh, I don't know. Sound travels better in water?
0: I mean, it's quite possible that this was not an intentional trap.
4: Oh, I mean, that, that's fair. They may be just buried her in here and then, you know.
0: Yeah, they might have just been like, oh, elf. well, we don't have room in any of the other crypts, so we'll just go ahead and throw her in here.
2: But why would you want to put one of your enemies in your tomb?
0: I, I you know, guess I- just to show them.
4: For whatever reason it is that lady elves come back as banshees if they're betrayed. Maybe they didn't know that because, you know, elves were kind of a rare thing back then. It's almost like a nice revenge, except, of course, a banshee can't really do anything to a mummy. Hmm.
2: I mean, I just am thinking it's weird because you would then have an enemy in your flying pyramid.
4: Oh, well, that's what they they love doing that stuff. We've seen that a bunch of times.
0: I mean, what would it matter? You're dead. What are they going to do? Kill you again?
4: Yeah, I don't think he was planning on coming back as an undead thing.
2: I guess that's a fair point. I don't think the undead can be killed by a banshee's whale. I would assume not.
4: They're already dead. But I don't know.
2: I think one of the first things they have is immunity to death effects, mind affecting effects, blah, 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 blah. blah.
4: So he's like, ah, yes, my pamphlet.
2: (laughs) So so he has this waterlogged copy of So You Want to Fight Undead, and he flips it open. He's like, it has got the disclaimer. Banshee.
4: You don't even have to look there. You just look at the general, like, the first page is kind of like a undead traits. Yes. Da, 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 da. So it's mm-hmm. undead for dummies. What are its weaknesses? Because you know this was produced by the Temple of Phrasma. It's true.
1: Yep. But after casting the Raise Dead, Hollis is back and won't drop dead in 24 hours. <laughs> you know,
0: preferable. And that's a weird feeling. So I believe that officially means everyone has negative
4: levels yes. now. Yes. So <laughs> we should leave. I don't like this place. We
1: need a ton of diamonds and a ton of diamond dust. So Sothis,
4: that's where we're going. We're going to Sothis.
1: Yeah, but we should probably get back here as soon as possible.
4: All right, well, we got to get outside first because, you know, there's a whole anti-teleportation situation. If I died, are any of my spells still... Like, is my my sea invisibility and stuff, is that still active?
0: There's a lot of debate about that because Uh-oh. technically speaking, when you're dead, you're an object. I'm not going to worry about
2: it. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, we're leaving anyway, so I, I It's mean, just like there's
0: a lot think- of debate over whether or not temporary resurrection still counts as you being dead from the same previous thing if temporary resurrection functions as resurrection because it seems like it does because it doesn't mention that you lose spells or anything like with raised dead Mm. although you are then subsequently raised via raised dead which Mm. then gets into the whole like do you have a 50 percent chance of losing any unused spell so what we're saying is
1: rick is being real nice and saying that works like a resurrection spell and hollis didn't lose any spell slots and any of that stuff is just suffering from the negative levels you,
0: you burned a th- seventh and a sixth level spell on this. I'm willing to be a little generous. Fifth level Yay. spell, technically, with Ray's Dead, because, well, sixth level for a shaman, but fifth level otherwise. All right. So, in the meantime, uh, I suppose Sugar will hop back into her satchel. I continue hugging my,
4: whole, my satchel and my chicken.
0: I need you to translate for me, real quick, to that overgrown house cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she then turns, raises up one wing towards Sudi.
2: <laughs> the accusator wing
0: accusatory pointing wing If we walk into another situation like this that screams, powerful undead creature, you use that fancy mask of yours to actually use that death ward effect that you always forget you have and immediately protect Hollis <laughs> She is not fortuitous. <laughs>
4: Fortunous. Sugar says you best be using that death effect protection death ward you got in that mask next time on me because I am not fortuitous.
0: I criticalled you once. I can do it
2: again.
4: Or she'll hit you again. She hit you before, one time. more on critical. <laughs> <laughs> it did zero damage.
2: So he just looks down at the chicken. You should have heard her to roll intimidate. I'm curious if she could actually intimidate me.
1: I mean, I she has a point.
4: <laughs> she's rolling at 20 no I rolled a 19 but her intimidate is a plus one so 20 <laughs> to intimidate you So it's close
0: if you fail to do that again I will make my way over to you while you sleep in your comfy little room in the mansion that Hollis provides you I will pry that stone off of your forehead and I will <laughs> swallow it to help me digest
4: I uh, translate it because she knows if I don't
2: <laughs> alright you can return to your business so she's legitimately like Oh, I totally forgot that I had that death word. That would have been really helpful.
4: Uh-huh. Doesn't that last for more than like a second?
2: Also, I think she wailed before I had a turn, so I could have done that minutes. anyway. But...
4: It lasts for 17 minutes, buddy.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't think <laughs> I to had a fair. round to cast that. You're no, right. I but mean, that you're was right. what
0: she was saying, is if you walk into a room and it's like, this seems like a death trap, maybe.
2: <laughs> to be fair, Sudi is not smart enough to have been like, wait. Dead, you know dead elf banshee I'd have to go back
0: and listen to the previous episode I'm not positive the plus 4 bonus on that would have actually saved Hollis because I think Jessica rolled horribly but
4: I didn't roll great I
0: thought yeah. you rolled yeah. like
1: a 4 you yeah, rolled roll
0: terrible good. is what I remember
1: <laughs> I thought death war just flat out made you immune to that kind of thing
0: No, it gives you a plus four to save against death effects. It allows you to make a save against a death effect that normally would not allow you to make a save.
1: Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I was like, I knew it. It makes
0: you completely immune to energy drain and any negative energy effects. It does not remove negative levels, but you do not gain any penalty from negative levels for the duration of the effect. Death Ward is a phenomenal spell. It is. Especially for as low of a level spell as it is. Unfortunately, not a shaman spell.
1: Yeah, I didn't think so, mm-hmm. because I was like, Seeker doesn't have that memorized. It must not be a shaman spell.
0: Nope, it's uh, alchemist, cleric, oracle,
2: druid, inquisitor, paladin, and witch. Which means Sudi's the only one who can cast it. Yep. I think uh, tomorrow
1: I'm going to call us some help.
2: What kind of uh, help? Let's
1: worry about today first. Oh, somebody from the Outer planes. We'll see who answers.
2: You can oh. just do that?
1: Yeah. That's a gamble. Yep. We'll see how it all goes. Yes. Hopefully
4: a good Outer plane. It's oh, one yeah. of those
0: things where you like you wait for a cloudy day and then you shine a beacon up into the sky and see what shows up.
1: Maybe Batman.
0: All right, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's the for that, Jess?
1: <laughs> I'm fiddling
4: with my camera setting. <laughs> When you said Batman. I thought it was funny, and then I forgot we were filming a podcast. Not filming. We were not filming at all.
0: I honestly <laughs> thought Jessica did that on purpose because I thought she was doing the. Doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> I'm
4: I'm fiddling with this, but then I was like, oh, it's Batman. I'll do it. And then I was like, wait, this is a podcast. No one that listens to this will see that.
2: Oh no. Anyway,
4: that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. I all right. can't
0: tell if you killed Heather or if she just wandered off.
2: Oh, she died. Died. She's, she's died dead, laughing. she's dead, she's <laughs> dead, man. <laughs> she has
0: doubled over.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, I think there's tears, there's there's real tears. She
3: literally
1: can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> It was
4: good oh timing. Oh god,
2: she's she's full on crying, y'all. All
1: right, my joke laughter.
2: worked,
4: and it was <laughs> worth disrupting everything. That Sorry was 100 percent
2: worth it. <laughs> and that is sadly a joke that won't actually be making it into the podcast, but it's still amazing. That oh. might make it into. The-
1: <laughs> oh, my chest and my stomach hurt. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> you made her sick. It you was poisoned funny, her food through the internet. Oh god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. me were well, we doing?
1: We were going to this. We're going to this. Oh. oh, my God.
0: You All right, y'all. collect yourselves. You make your way back into the uh, the entry area for the watery tomb here. Watery graves.
4: I don't like it. It was my grave, too. How dare it?
0: Temporarily. The two Thana daemons wait patiently.
2: I love the idea that we walk in here. We walk out 15 minutes later. We look a little messed up. We're like... Take us back to the entrance. <laughs> all
1: right, we'll be back in, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. We have your help for 24 hours, Wait, right? Wait, 20,
2: 30 minutes? How long do you think it's going to take us to sell all this stuff?
1: Uh-huh.
3: Okay, a couple probably hours. Give it a couple hours.
2: Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. hours, probably.
3: People like to haggle. They don't know about
2: time. They're immortal beings. They know about They're time. Just like, they just, just, there's well, of we time just say, like, we just we'll be back. <laughs> we, yeah, we, if we said we'll be back in a couple hours, they'll be like, okay, and blink, and we're back, so.
0: You step onto the two. Uh, more accurate funeral barges since uh, you know, Hollis was very recently dead.
4: I didn't like it one bit.
0: Two Thana daemons then slowly circle all of you back around to the uh, the entrance all the way back to uh, where you'd first arrived. Taking you back along the uh, the northern side as all of you circle revealing that the passage basically goes to the north turns and then makes its way back along to the west so in essence the area that you were in that you just fought with the banshee seems to have been kind of an island in the center of a circular canal on this half of the
1: dungeon we've pretty much explored this half Uh, I mean
2: we basically yeah from here you now have like when you go from the entrance you go left and there's more stuff but yeah from the right we've seen everything
0: you believe that you have explored the eastern wing of the crypt of water
2: I think that that banshee
4: thing was the thing foretold in my prophecy, and I think I forgot to add whatever that bonus was supposed to be. But because it, would it only not have works mattered. if you
2: remember it, remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it also wouldn't have mattered. They
0: eventually deliver you back to the uh, the front. The other Thana Damon is just sitting there smoking a cigarette, leaning against the wall, waiting for his
4: <laughs>
0: the next person to come along. I suppose Good after look. that, you uh, then make hey, your y'all way. Hey, you want
4: anything from Sothis, We're going. <laughs>
2: We bring them back a, a nice <laughs> sub sandwich,
0: you know? Like a carton of cigarettes. <laughs>
4: another pack of cigarettes, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's Osirian, so of course, camels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, too
4: heavy.
0: Uh, no, we highly suggest. Uh,
4: oh, the cigarettes, camels. Cigarette, I camel get it. cigarettes. <laughs> camel
0: my cigarettes, thing, yeah. I
4: get it. I'm here.
0: Find the Path podcast does not endorse smoking.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, suppose you make your way outside, stepping free from the crypt of water. The sky still this perpetual maelstrom of clouds circling overhead with just the single beam of light piercing through the darkness overhead from the the circular hole in the clouds directly over the pyramid where the beam from the pinnacle of the pyramid pierces through the clouds above and makes the eye of the storm, which is focused directly over the top of the pyramid itself.
4: All right. Well, this time I, I'm just going to use that just a more potent version of our teleport so that we don't accidentally go to the beach, although that does sound delightful. Are we ready?
2: Well, we're on the timetable, so I guess we should uh, try to hurry. Yep, beach party after we're done.
4: Yep, Uh, we'll have a celebration. We'll do a cookout. Anyway, let's go. Greater teleport to Sothis. I'll just put us, like, in the market.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Everybody's selling their wares, and suddenly we just bamf there.
0: Bump. Hollis, you chant in tone. Envision. Use your more powerful spell. Reach out to your compatriots. As usual, the world around you disappears, turns to black as in essence, there is no light surrounding you as you travel. You feel this dropping sensation. Again, as I, uh, as I like to describe it, that feeling of accidentally missing the last step when going downstairs. Mm. This sudden jolt before your feet. Plant gently on the solid cobblestones of the city of Sothis. There's a shout from nearby. A man trips over himself and falls <laughs> over a barrel nearby. And oh, two sorry. camels turn and spit on reflex in your general direction, <laughs> although not close <laughs> enough to hit you. A number of people kind of start and look over. <laughs> but being a metropolis like this, having people suddenly just teleport into the city is not beyond reason for a, uh, an urban environment such as They're this one. They're just curious.
2: like, oh, simple, who teleported you know? in? Um... A catfolk, an elf, a fish, and a human And a, human. <laughs> and a normal everyday human. And a lady. Really? Just okay. a chick. We don't know. Just some, just some gosh darn human. All right.
4: Well, now let's, I guess we do our shopping. Shopping montage. So a couple diamonds for limited wish, couple diamonds for resurrection and raised deads.
2: Yeah. If, if you want, imagine the 30 minutes of conversation we had figuring out what we were going to buy before this episode started. All right. So here's the Which thing. we will not subject you to. Yes. If we're
4: going to the temple in Nethus to get our stuff removed, are they going to let us walk out of there with that mask? Weren't we worried about that? I feel vaguely like we were worried about that uh, at so some he point. So just
2: puts the mask in his bag.
4: There's other temples in the city. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but we need the powerful enough spellcaster. Uh, uh, is there a temple that's not Nethus that's powerful enough to do the restorations we need?
0: The mm-hmm. Grand Temple of uh, Surinre. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Oh, there we go. Also right. that. We'll go there. So we sell all the junk. Uh although hollows so, is like
4: oh my temple gosh darn it I can't wait till I can go back there
0: uh, Jordan <laughs> go ahead and bounce me a um, go ahead and bounce me D 4 d4 d4 Uh-oh. you say
4: oh this is time probably for selling
0: I got a one okay so actually you're able to uh, to get things done rather quickly nice because
1: we've done this several times in this market by now yeah, so you, you've got a couple go. contacts
0: you just walk over and you're just like hey Steve and uh <laughs>
1: Steve.
0: We, go, the, we go over to the, the diamond classic Syrian named Steve yes
4: Hmm. S-T-E-I-V
2: uh-huh. we sell all the yes. stuff we take all the gold over to the diamond merchant who's just like I've got the lovely bunch of diamonds diddly dee Here they are all standing <laughs> <laughs> in. There's, there's a go. giant a sign
0: over the the diamond merchant that just says diamonds for your loved ones and underneath it it says and restorations raised dead resurrections true <laughs> resurrections blah 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 uh, stone's
1: diamonds again. for all your magical needs yes <laughs> So we need a diamond worth 10K just in case Masika has to actually cast Resurrection. Which a 10K
2: diamond has got to be at least fist size.
1: Just a fist size. And then we need a couple of 15K
4: and then we need just some dust. That's of just all a, we just, the diamond dust. We just clean the guy out. You know what? Then he can retire.
0: Again, I am certain that it is not just a diamond merchant stall. I'm sure that there's the, the big diamond emporium business Probably here. Probably and gemstones. It's diamond the Tiffany's gemstones. equivalent. Yeah. Yes.
4: Mifany's. <laughs> Mifany.
3: <laughs> so uh should we uh buy some healing cause I still hurt
4: <laughs> oh we could get somebody we could just yeah. get the temple to patch you up Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think
3: we should get the temple to patch me up cause I'm down like uh 60 something hit points
4: so
0: uh I suppose then you're going around apparently buying some uh upgrade gear at the very least uh changing things up a little bit and then uh purchasing some healing and restoration effects to get yourselves back up on your feet
4: and then we're meeting back up to Greater Teleport, right back to the stoop of the Water Temple.
0: All right. Uh, so, Hollis, I believe you're the only one that was buying um, a new item. You're selling off your Cloak of Resistance and buying a new yep, Cloak of Resistance. Yep, I sold my
4: cloak, and then I spent every last piece of gold that I have to my name to get the... Uh, well, with like I have like five gold or something left, but uh, to get the plus four Cloak of Resistance.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and bounce me a d4. Three. So, in grand total, it takes you guys about four hours to go around, buy new gear... Uh, sell off everything hit up the temples all the rest of that stuff again you would set out early in the day so by the time that you finish with this uh, I'm gonna assume probably part of that five hours you just kind of stop at one of the local vendors and get some uh classic Osiriani food lunch
2: yeah. um, get some street food
0: I'm sure even getting uh temporary resurrected and then raised dead and then removing the the negative level from the raised dead effect and Hollis is probably still just a little shook you did die. Mm -hmm. It was not a, uh, a pleasant experience by any stretch of the imagination. Not that you Mm -hmm. remember anything about being on the other side, other than vague recollections of a very fast talking bird.
4: (laughs) I sip my tea and think about
0: it. You gather yourselves back together after you're done going around all over the place, scouring the place for, uh, for various items needs stopping by the, uh, the jewelry shop buying them out of jewelry. I suppose you gather yourselves afterwards, uh, Alessia, you're using another greater teleport? Yep. So brush up on your spells. Chant and tone, I assume, back to the uh, the entry to the water temple.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, we got to get our money's worth out of these Thana daemons.
0: Right. Uh, keep in mind any spell effects that you had
2: before five hours has passed. So almost all of them are gone.
1: Yeah,
4: water breathing's gone,
1: right? Water breathing, we had seven and a half hours apiece. Huh. And I cast it right before we went into the room with the Banshee.
2: Oh, okay, so, we've so actually... you, you
0: have approximately two hours of water breathing left. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you chant in tone. Again, everything goes black. Jerking sensation beneath your navels as you drop down before your feet land in the uh, the muck, this muddy sand in front of the, the gaping uh, entry into the crypt of water. All right, we
4: go back in now. Mm -hmm.
0: That's always the funny thing with high-level play, especially once you get to someone capable of casting teleportation, or greater teleportation for that matter, where it's just like, you know, no matter how isolated we are, it's always just one spell away from getting back to whatever we need. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember when you guys were wandering around the desert? Good times. (laughs) You make your way in. The Thanadamons continue to sit here. Are you prepared to
1: continue? Yes.
0: Right this way. They gesture up onto their barges.
1: I guess we'll have them take us left. Was there something else to the right? Oh, there was that other thing we couldn't get into. Yeah, the pyramid under the uh, wall of ice, which we can't.
0: I could return you to the chamber of ice, or we can go elsewhere.
4: Hang a left. Do we think this helmet does something at the chamber of ice
0: well i think you would all theorize because there is a tiny crocodile in the helmet that it might be related to the hall of the crocodile king of which Mm -hmm. they mentioned earlier
4: yeah Oh well let's go there let's go the hall of crocodile king
0: they turn push off begin to slowly make their way back up the canal until you reach the first intersection again there's the soft sound of the water lapping beneath you the light reflecting off the surface and painting this mural of reflective light overhead for anyone that's ever been into like a flooded cavern or anything like that and seen the light reflecting on the, the ceiling or anything or aquarium at night.
4: It is nice. I like that <laughs> a lot.
0: You turn left, having reached the statue again, this towering statue of this. Uh, I believe you determined it was a piscademon.
1: Yeah, we figured out what it was. Or Hollis did, because she's the only one that knows anything about the plains. A froggy boy.
0: The left passage continues. The left canal continues for a distance of maybe some 30 or 40 feet before reaching another intersection, making its way to your left and right, north and south respectively. Actually, not respectively. Reverse that. You use that word properly.
1: Oh, there's a statue at the end of the hall.
0: Yes. To your left, you can look down the length of the hall and see a large statue. This imposing statue stands in a niche at the end of the canal made of metal instead of stone turn green with verdigris and depicts a hippo-headed humanoid clad in armor and bearing a wicked-looking spear. Is it Maybe. The statue's gaping mouth is lined with what appear to be actual shark's teeth.
4: Okay, that's different. Yeah, that's okay. I, I kind of want to go Golem Bane Scarab that yeah, thing Yeah, I was going to yeah. say
2: Golem Bane Scarab.
4: I say, as a person that does not have Golem Bane Scarabs.
2: I believe it has a
0: range of 60 feet, correct?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: That statue is 50 feet away, so... Hey. For anyone that wishes to... Well, first off, anyone that wishes to uh, use their golem-bane scarabs, you can. Uh, it does not appear to be golem.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, secondly, anyone that wishes to use uh, either appraise praise or knowledge nature may do so. Thirdly, anyone that wishes to make a knowledge religion may do so. All right,
4: I got an 11
1: for a 37 religion.
2: I roll a 7 for a 12.
1: Um, I roll a seven, but that still gets me a 33. Okay.
0: Citra, are you rolling anything? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) So uh, first off, all of you are able to immediately recognize that as being the head of a hippo.
3: (laughs) Citra almost got eaten by one, so she remembers. I was going to say, Citra
0: is intimately familiar with the inside of a hippo's mouth. Yeah, City
2: and Citra are intimately familiar.
0: You're like, this isn't right. They have blunt teeth. I remember it trying to break my bones. (laughs) (laughs) Except for those big old tusks. Masika, you can determine that judging by the, again, the discolor discoloration, oxidization formed on this, it's probably either copper or brass. With Hollis's knowledge religion, you're able to understand that this is a statue representation of a legendarily cruel underworld creature of ancient Osirianic myth called huh? the Okintaman. The statue is imposing, standing fifteen feet tall and brandishing its spear aggressively in its right hand while looking downwards towards all of you.
4: All right, that's a that is not Tawaret. That is a Okentamen, like bad things, evil things from Osiriani.
2: Osiriani. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
4: evil things from Osiriani lore and whatnot. So, uh, definitely, I mean, it fits down here because everything down here is bad. So. Up here? Do, in
1: here. Do Everything we know in here is bad. anything about them? They got shark teeth and a hippo head.
0: Again, as many records of the ancient Osiriani belief system were destroyed during the occupation of the Church of serenre and basically the attempted forced conversion of most of Osirian to the Church of Sirenre uh, until the Cult of the Dawnflower rose up and basically pushed it out. It is unknown whether or not these creatures are extraordinarily rare outsiders, which is possible or if these are actual mythological creatures, if there is no actual creature like this. Hmm. Scholars have been unable to prove their existence.
1: Ah. Mystica will look up towards one of the ferrymen. So are those things real, or is it just a mytho- mythological thing? You've been here forever.
2: They're not demons. <laughs> I love that we've stumbled upon an Osiriani cryptid. <laughs> no? Like that's weird. That's pretty fun. In a world where there's so many fantastical things, there's still something made up. Yep, a hippopotamus-headed person with shark teeth. There you go.
1: Hippos don't shark need shark teeth. teeth. They're, they're 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 fine with just their normal teeth.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just, you're just buffing it at that point. Do you
0: wish for us to take you to the statue, or shall we continue?
1: I kind
4: of want to see the statue, to be honest.
2: I'm a little scared of what we'll see at the statue. <laughs> Uh, can you detect magic and see if it's, like, magical or anything? Like... I squint down there. As if it's magical, maybe we could go check it out, but... The short answer is, you do not detect magic.
4: Okay.
0: The long answer is, detect magic is blocked by one inch of metal.
2: Mm. Ah.
0: So, it's very difficult to tell in this case whether or not there, in fact, is anything magical there.
2: And and that is any metal, right? So, like, technically, if you put, like, one ten, inch of common
0: metal and a thin sheet of lead.
2: Yeah, so, like, even, like, ten would block it.
0: Yeah, which is why there's the whole joke that detect magic is some sort of radiation.
2: Yep. Yes, yes.
0: Just like detect alignment, apparently, some sort of radiation that you shoot out of your eyes to determine someone's soul.
2: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
3: Well, I suppose if we want to be thorough, we probably should go look at it.
2: There's something about it, it, though. Like, the fact that it's on its own little, like, like, pedestal. Well, its own little waterway to get to it, right? Like they could have just moved it up and had it just be like you do a little zigzag and go up. But it's like forty it might feet be of water. Work. Oh my gosh, it might be clockwork.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, what if it's another mech shoot?
2: Oh Ooh. my god, that'd be amazing! It's a little flying mech suit that, or a mech suit that has water walk, let's like just the apparatus of the crab. Oh man, if it was an apparatus of the crab, I'd be so happy. Like a hippo. Apparatus of the hippo. I bet you climb in through its mouth. Quick, lift me up.
4: You can fly. Oh.
2: <laughs> Quick, feed me to it.
4: All right, let's, let's go look at the statue.
0: All right. Your gondoliers paddle you down the distance to the statue, pull up short. Again, they are experts at this as they pull up to the point where the, the prow of the ship gently rests against the platform without so much as a bump of reverberation through the boat. Hmm,
1: impressive. Well, it doesn't animate and They've try to had murder us. Of years
0: to practice. The statue stands, again, fifteen feet tall and towers over you. Although now it's looking over your head, since it seems to have been designed in a manner that it looks fully down the length of the hallway, so that it would you would see it more or less looking you in the eye as you rounded the corner.
1: Mystica will reach out and kind of knock on it, see if it sounds hollow.
0: You have to knock on it very hard with something to get a reverberation. So you're going to guess that the metal is thick. Although it's probably somewhat hollow in the center.
4: It sounds hollow. Let's look for some sort of opening or keyhole or secret panel. or uh,
0: Anyone that wishes to may make me a perception roll looking over the statue.
3: I would like I'll to try. do so with my magnifying glass. Yeah. I'm going to just try to help Citra. I help Citra. I don't suppose I should use my trap finding on this. Uh,
0: you know what? Go ahead and throw the trap fighting in there.
2: Or Goodness. dangerous. I it. Uh, so I roll a 16 for a 41.
1: Uh, Masika rolls a 2 for a 9, but Narma rolls a 12, which gets him a 30. Uh, I rolled a 19
3: and with all my bonuses got a 49. Woo-hoo. Oh, and I helped you. I got a 51.
0: Okay. <laughs> so each of you note something curious. Firstly, Hollis, this in no way appears to be any sort of magical device. It doesn't look like it was ever intended to be even possibly used as a golem or anything of that sort. It just seems to be a statue, although again, of the strange mythological creature. Masika, you note with some curiosity, despite the fact that this thing is not intended to be a golem and doesn't appear to be anything clockwork, it is jointed to the point that a sufficiently strong individual could actually manipulate its stance, moving the position of its arms, its hands, its head.
2: It's the world's largest action figure. (laughs) <laughs> looks like a
0: giant action
2: figure. <laughs> it's probably a puzzle.
4: Yeah, it's a puzzle. If you move it, it'll open.
2: Yeah, you have to get it in the right pose. Do I think that was a puzzle in the what, Spider-Man game for the PS5? Maybe.
0: Sudi, actually, I think you're right. Sudi, you note that the fingers on both of the hands are also jointed to the point that you could remove the spear from its hand if you so wish to. Weird. Keep in mind, it is a 15-foot-long bronze spear. Citra... I imagine uh, as everyone else is kind of doing this, Citrus scouring this over, kind of hops up onto, uh, grabs onto the edge of it, pulls herself up a little bit, kind of inspects further up towards the top. She is the most, uh, I think, acrobatic of the group. So if she were to like fall off or slip off of its oxidized shoulders, you note two things of interest. First off is there appears to be something in the back of its throat. That's a trap. Secondly, you believe it's trapped. <laughs> Peering in there, you can see that there's a gemstone towards the back of its throat. Again, all of you using dark vision, so you can't determine what kind of gemstone, because it could be literally any color. However, you do believe it is trapped. The mouth is open just wide enough that you could just kind of wedge your arm and shoulder in and reach past the shark's teeth to get to this, if you so wish. Yeah, then it
2: takes your your arm off.
3: All right. um, Just in case, please don't mess with any of the bendy joints. Because there's something in the throat, but it's trapped.
2: Ah, all right. All, right. all right.
3: Not a bad roll. Uh, I rolled a 15, and with all of my bonuses, gets me a 48.
0: You are fairly confident
2: that you've disabled this.
3: I don't like when you say fairly confident. It's a 48.
4: That's got to work. It's right? got to be.
3: There pretty are good. no sure
2: things in high-level trapping. I know.
4: Oh, uh, is it a magic gem? It's not a magic gem. We don't know. We
2: have no because idea what it is. the metal,
1: there's enough it is, metal yeah. around I'm going to detect magic blocking.
4: into its mouth.
0: Okay. Hollis, uh, I think your overland flight's not stone effect, correct?
4: It has not been 15 hours yet.
0: Hollis flying up, leaning in, peering through the, the gap in its teeth. I'm not touching anything. Yeah, it appears to be magical.
4: Okay, well, Kent, may I can't mage hand it out of there, and that is a magic rock. All Can right. I just stand here or float here and identify it? Do me a favor and use your removable rod and put it in the mouth, just <laughs> in
3: case.
2: That's actually a really smart idea.
4: I take out my movable rod, I put it in the mouth in such a way that I'm not actually touching either side of the mouth, and then I leave it there so that it can snap, and it'll snap on the rod. Yeah. Okay. Just to save uh, her. And yes,
0: it does uh, have a magical aura if you wish to attempt to identify it.
4: I will. So Get a is- at 20 on that, apparently, for nice. a 46.
0: Hollis, you peer down the length of this. Stare down at the statue. The gemstone itself appears to be magical. And after a long second, I suppose you relax a little bit uh, around the mouth of this massive statue as you realize that this gemstone is subject to a phantom trap. Oh. It basically makes an illusory trap. Oh. So there is no trap. Well, I mean, there might be a mechanical trap, but there is no magical trap. Although this would also make it look like there is a mechanical trap.
2: Weird. It's a clever illusion. So you could have this make a fake trap and then have a real trap underneath it. I mean, potentially.
3: So, did I disable the trap or the illusion?
2: Who knows? knows?
3: Sisha, I don't know if there was ever a real trap. But Uh, then
2: why put this in here? This seems unnecessary, unless it's guarding something even better.
1: Do
3: I reach in or no?
2: I mean, I don't think it's worth the risk, but.
1: There has to be something going on with this. They wouldn't make it trapped, not trapped, whatever, if it wasn't important. Well, they
2: also wouldn't have made this, like, jointed and able to move.
4: Okay, well, I put this rod in its mouth, so if you want to reach in, you're faster than me, probably, at pulling your hand out if something goes sideways.
2: And we do have the immo- movable rod there, so
4: yeah, I'm leaving. The, I'll leave the rod there. I thought that was clever. That was
3: clever. <laughs> okay, that, was clever. that was clever. I'm gonna reach in for the gemstone.
0: Narva looks over at uh, Masika. We did not pray for like a, a regeneration today, right?
1: No, I never pray for that unless somebody actually needs it.
0: Okay, we're good. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> Citra, leaning in.
1: Making
3: sure that my arm is in line with the rod.
0: <laughs> well, the, the rod's over at the front of the mouth. So try to, imagine, kind of keep it open. Yeah. You have to go over towards, because again, it is a 15-foot statue. The head of this thing is bigger than the head. It's actually about the same size as the head of an average hippo. So yeah. you can't just reach in through the front. So instead, you have to kind of go to the side, you know, stick your arm up to your shoulder into its mouth, then turn your elbow as you feel the pinpricks of the shark's teeth. Actual shark's teeth, not metal shark's teeth. Reaching your arm back, you grab onto the the gem. Again, whatever this gemstone is, it is larger than the palm of your hand.
1: Oh. Holy
2: crap. Wow.
0: As you kind of have to jiggle and cry at it as it's held in place by, by bezel, by like the four prongs. Kind of like you'd see on an engagement ring.
2: Mm.
0: Before eventually the gemstone pops free and into the palm of your hand, and you quickly retract pull your arm, arm out. safely.
3: Hmm. Huh. This was honestly more nerve-wracking than some of the other traps I've had to deal with. What is
4: this? It looks like a rock. So, so it's magical. not magical or anything? It wasn't magical when I
1: detected magic on it.
2: Please be a big old diamond.
1: What type of stone is it?
2: Uh, well, again, do you cast
0: a light spell, I assume?
1: Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, will. sure.
0: Uh, casting a light spell, it appears to be a Sapphire about the size of your hand.
1: I was oh, about to say, wow. if it's a diamond, I'm going to be so ticked, which It's a single it is. diamond
0: worth 10,000 gold pieces.
1: Nice, now we have two.
0: <laughs> no, it is a sapphire. Anyone that wishes to make an a may do so.
1: Uh, I will take 10 for a 23. Masika doesn't roll higher to get a I, higher I score. I couldn't get
2: higher than a 23 anyway.
1: Masika rolls a 10, which gets her a 20. Mm.
0: Uh, Hollis, looking this over, uh, this is a flawless blue sapphire. As in, wow. you could shove this into a slotted item to gain some sort of benefit if you're playing Diablo, but you're not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead, you believe it is worth about 5,000 gold pieces, though. Oh,
4: hey. okay.
1: That's pretty good.
4: Weighty sapphire
1: right there. That's money. All right. Well, I guess for now, we'll just leave this alone. There doesn't yeah. seem to be anything else to it. I'm going to resist the urge to
3: reposition him.
2: Yeah, maybe we maybe we do a quick check for like secret passages or doors. Secret passage. I, huh? The articulation is throwing me because like it being able to be moved makes me think that it, you can put it in a certain pose and open a secret door or something.
1: Maybe Hogatap just likes action figures, guys. I think it's <laughs> so the Thano have something to play with when they get bored. <laughs>
4: <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you can make a perception check or take 10 if you wish. Just search the alcove here.
4: I will aid Sudi.
2: Oh, that was a bad idea. I roll a three with the aid that's a five for a 30.
3: Well, I rolled a 17 and I still have my
1: magnifying glass out. So that gets me a 41. Kay. Masika aids Narmer and he rolls a 13, which gets a 33.
0: A lot of you scour this alcove.
2: No, you don't see any signs of secret passages. These,
1: these demons are like these dumb mortals.
2: They probably don't care They're waiting for the 24 hours to be up so they can kill us
1: No, just charge us more money
2: or charges more money.
1: And that one's like, ooh, I'm going to ask for that diamond. Or, that. sorry, I'm going to ask for <laughs>
4: that sapphire. sapphire.
2: I will <laughs>
0: transport you for one sapphire worth at least 5,000 gold pieces.
4: I know you have it. Give
3: it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry.
0: We teleported back to Sothis and sold that. <laughs>
3: yeah, Citra's going to resist the urge to, like, make him look like he's waving or something. But uh, yeah. probably best not to mess with it. For we were be
2: asking about this in the after party because it's not obvious what that does.
4: We might need the spear. Do you think we need the spear for something else later? Like we needed the hat?
2: If we have to come back for the spear, we'll come back for the spear, I think. Because a 15 foot spear is going to be like very unwieldy on this boat. You collect your item. Uh, it's
0: supposed to turn, thought back on the boat. The end of the have been waiting patiently. I suppose you continue. Mm-hmm. The passage continues north. Well, technically, you turn around and then make your way back to the intersection before taking the turn that you did not take before.
2: Mm. Ah, the road not taken.
0: Watching the, uh, the corners, watching the area that's slowly revealed to you, because, again, there's that odd effect of having dark vision on, where you're just slowly materializing out of the darkness ahead of you, kind of like pushing through a fog. You don't hear anything over the soft lap of the water. Again, your gondoliers are exceptionally skilled, and so each of them just navigates the boats with pinpoint precision. And there's just the soft sound of the waters breaking in front of the vessels and the, the splash splash sound of your wake as the small waves crash up against the edges of the canal. They're again, filled with that constant clean smell of the ocean. The passage continues and ahead of you, you see a small landing off towards your right. No more than about four feet by eight feet, give or take with what appears to be a uh, a simple mural scribed across that in a depiction of Hakatep in profile, raising up a hand and seemingly controlling, it looks like an entire flotilla. Underneath that flotilla, you can see these swirling mass of hieroglyphic figures like swimming monsters of the sea, vaguely anthropoid, these creatures akin to the frog things that you've
2: seen. So he made a navy? weird.
0: I mean, Osirian's or always had a have. navy.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's just one of those like that's not one of those things you really think about when you think about the Sky Osirian. Pharaoh. Well, and the, <laughs> and the Sky Pharaoh having a giant navy, especially cuz everything we've read up until now has been about him fighting the uh the Shori.
3: Yeah.
0: Again, all the ships that you see on here are uh are traditional kind of trireme designs like the ancient uh, Greco-Roman war galleys that you can see each have their cells, but they also have the Uh, banks of rowers. Yeah, the oars.
4: I'm going to detect magic the painting, just, you know, to
0: see. Just because. No, there's no magic on the painting. Ahead of you at the corner, uh, the passage continues ahead of you before turning to the right. And at the corner of that, you can see an additional statue akin to the other ones that you've seen, depicting a frog-headed humanoid holding a trident in one hand and an upside-down onk with the other.
2: What you want to bet this is a statue of the, like, general of his Navy or, wait, sorry, admiral of his Navy or something like that.
4: Are those statues that articulate as well?
0: Uh, You haven't investigated any of the statues, although they appear to be stone, not uh, metal. So probably not. Uh, Each one of those stands about seven feet tall. Uh, The passage also continues along off towards your left-hand side, where you can Hmm. see that there's another large landing. This one, even from here, you can see is at least 30, maybe 40 feet across. It's difficult to tell in the dim illumination here. And as you look down the length of it, you can see that the wall is broken up. There's an opening on the left-hand wall next to this landing that seems to be about 30, 35 feet across. And there you can see closely spaced pillars of black iron. Kind of like bars, except for each one of these pillars are about three and a half, almost four feet across. Jeez. They seem to have some sort of sigils etched into their surface, although from here you can't tell what.
4: I say we hang a left and
1: go see what's going on down there.
0: The left will take us to the Hall of the Crocodile Kings.
2: I think that's where we said we wanted to go, right. so. It
1: feels appropriate. What's around the corner to the right? The twin portals. Uh, Maybe
2: let's not go through any portals yeah. quite yet.
4: <laughs> I'm feeling crocodile. I mean, we got the guy's helmet. We might as well go that way.
0: Yeah. The gondolier's turn. Take you to the left. All right. As you approach the uh, the landing here, suppose stepping off your, uh, your boats. Mm-hmm. They pull up silently along the side of this. There's just the very soft sound of a reverberating bump as it rubs up against the side of this landing. You can see that there are in total seven pillars, large iron pillars that block access to the chamber beyond. You can tell that whatever is beyond this is large. Looking through here, you can see a couple of pools, maybe. Uh, Large depictions and hieroglyphs across, across the floor and walls. And it stretches... Easily beyond the range of your 60 foot dark vision.
1: Hmm. This feels very cage like. Mm-hmm. Then there's not enough room for us to squeeze through the bars.
0: Uh, looking over the bars, I suppose, as you approach. Yep. Uh, again, they're covered in these various uh, twisting sigils. They are close enough that you can pass through them, but not easily. What do the sickles say? Uh, looking over the sigils, the sigils appear to be magical runes.
4: Detecting magic on those immediately. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyone the witches to may make me a spellcraft looking over the sickles. Um I got a twelve for a
4: thirty-eight.
1: I got a nineteen for a twenty-five. Nice work. Uh I roll a ten for a twenty nine. If these are these are considered identifying magical items, right?
0: Yes, basically.
1: Oh, forty. That makes it a thirty-three with a bonus that I have, so yeah.
3: I'm okay. an elf. Citra's just trying to be helpful. <laughs> You're doing
2: a good job. It's kind of where Sudi's at, too. Sudi's just like, yeah, okay. So looking over these, I
0: suppose, Citra, Hollis, Masika, looking this over, you know, Sudi just kind of, I imagine almost even just closing his eyes and focusing.
2: Feeling, feeling the vibrations. Yeah,
0: not sensing any vibrations other than the dull, constant vibrations of the water kind of sloshing up against the edge of the stone. You can determine a couple of things. Uh, First off, these pillars count the same as the stones of this place in that they block teleportation. Because of how Mm. closely spaced they are, you do not believe that you could teleport in or out of that chamber.
4: This is definitely a cage.
2: For something, yeah.
4: Yep.
0: Secondly, both Hollis and Masika can determine that these have a strong transmutation aura.
3: What, like it turns you into something if you pass through it?
0: It seems that the transmutation aura comes from the base of the pillar, much in the way that a wall of stone or anything like that radiates out from a point of origin. You believe were you to destroy one of these bars, within six seconds, a, the bar would raise up from the floor, much like a magically created wall of stone to replace said bar.
3: Okay. Yeah. What? Weird.
0: Um, so you'd have enough time, like if you disintegrated one of these, you'd have enough time to get through to the other side before but then it replaced you're trapped. it. trapped. But then you'd be on the other side. Interesting. The transmutation also seems to have magically hardened this. Uh, As such, you're not entirely positive an adamantine weapon could actually bypass its hardness because it might wow. be too hard for an adamantine Ooh. weapon. Wowzers. Dang. There also appears to be some sort of evocation aura.
4: Hmm.
0: Although it's faint and doesn't seem to be, it seems to be tied to something else. Hmm.
4: Does the helmet do anything weird when we're nearby?
2: Uh, No. I mean, this, uh, this doesn't seem to be something we can bypass.
4: I mean, we could squeeze through, but something's being kept in here, and I don't know if we want to be trapped so in there. So what's in
1: there? Masika glances back at the two ferrymen.
0: <laughs> it is beyond our purview. It is the Hall of the
4: Crocodile Kings. I bet there's Crocodile King-type folk in there.
0: Uh, I don't have Crocodile Kings on my list.
4: Maybe that's a epithet.
0: Oh, yeah, it's quite possible. Uh... So mechanically speaking, first off, Narmer, or Sugar for that matter, can easily enter the room without any issue, mm. as they are tiny-sized creatures.
4: I don't think I'm going to convince Sugar
0: to go in. Yeah. This. I don't,
3: I don't <laughs> see that happening. You want I me to go going, what? I don't think Narmer should way?
2: either, since we don't know what's in there.
0: A medium-sized creature will need to make a DC 30 escape artist check.
2: Uh, that's not happening.
4: Mm-mm.
1: Now Masika can use her vest and get through.
2: I mean, I've got a, I've got a 10, and I need a perfect so I need a perfect 20 to get in there.
1: Why aren't you a real cat?
2: <laughs> Why, Why don't I really have a floating down? clavicle? I didn't take that alternate race trait.
4: Can I make the suggestion that we turn one of these here stone pillars oh God, into flesh Into flesh, so that they're it's They're solid iron. They're not oh, stone. they're iron. Dang.
1: Good. Cool, though. Good. then they'd be
4: squishing. You could squish one to the side, not even cut it, and just squeeze through. Why
1: do you want to turn things into blobby flesh? Just I just wondering. want to get into this room, and that's a spell that I have <laughs> that occasionally seems handy. I don't know. So y'all aren't gonna like this idea, but um,
2: I mean, if it involves going in here, I don't think we're going to on. like it. Regardless, uh, uh, I think I know where Heather's going.
1: So we all get in the bag, and Narma just flies through.
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: um, will we <laughs> all fit we can in the hold bag? All of yeah.
1: <laughs> What's hmm. the type of the bag of holding, Jordan?
2: Uh, type two. It is a lot lighter than it usually is.
4: All right. Well, I'm happy to be in a bag, um, but we got to figure out how many people can go at
2: once and how fast we can get in and out.
4: And also, I think we should send the front line in first, because yes. I,
2: I can spell cast through a bar.
4: All right, yes, ba- the
1: second the bag too weighs 25 pounds and can contain 500 pounds worth of stuff and 70 cubic
2: feet worth of stuff. 70 Duh. cubic feet, you say?
1: Wow. Narva so, has a strength of 10, so he can definitely carry the bag.
0: Well, keep in mind that he's a tiny sized creature, <laughs> so actually his carrying capacity is one quarter. He can drag the bag at the very least.
1: We can throw the bag through the bars.
0: Well, yeah, but you just need someone on the other side to open it again and help people yeah. out
4: because <laughs> can open.
1: Norma can open things. Um, yeah.
0: So two people at a time could get inside of the bag.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this
2: is such a. We- this is one of those things where it's such a weird thing to do.
1: I love it. I'm here for it. And Let's I do it. It's, yeah, it's I love it.
2: it's I mean, cl- it Masika
1: could use her ability to get in that way. If there's immediate danger, not everybody's in the d- bag. And two people could get in the bag with Narmer. So that gets three of us across pretty much almost immediately. And then if nothing springs out to murder us, Narmer can get the other person. I mean,
2: with it being the Hall of the Crocodile Kings, I'd be amazed if something doesn't try to kill us.
4: I mean, with the, the pr- amount of protection to keep this thing sealed off or somebody sealed in here.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying maybe it's not going to immediately like try, you know, maybe we have a few rounds before
2: yeah. like murder You know what begins. I'm really hoping is that these are actually allies. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, regardless, I'm happy to be outside because I can see enough of the room to be able to spell cast. So I should be the one that goes in last.
1: Okay, so if Citra and Sudi get in the bag and then Narmer and Masika can just slide on through with it, with the bag, because I can just go through if I activate my vest. Never thought I would do this in my life. All
2: right. <laughs> All right. The cat's in the bag. Isn't magic so good?
1: Magic's just
4: nice.
0: Don't worry, guys. You can trust me with your lives.
4: We should have bought a bottle of air. Then you could have been in there forever.
0: It's true. I've always been curious whether or not a closed bag of holding with a bottle of air would eventually rupture or just kill the people inside from the growing air pressure.
1: You know, different <laughs> a, are in science. After we finish this, this is, we'll these are the experiment. things Narmer
0: thinks about while everyone's asleep. <laughs> these are the things I contemplate as I take down the seconds of existence.
1: Um, I guess once they're in the bag, Masika will activate her vest and she and Narmer will slide on through these bars.
0: Okay, well, so I suppose uh Sudi, Citro, you hop inside of the bag. Try not to poke yourselves with all like the weapons and other Ouch. various <laughs> items that you have just hey, piled up inside of things. there. Actually, yeah, you sold sold most, most of
2: this stuff. There's like a sapphire and like Sudi's traveling uh like kit. The There's rope. a
0: sapphire, some of Sudi's <laughs> traveling stuff and a single mm. bean bag.
1: Basika is just literally just going to stop on the other side of these bars and open the bag. Hollis will just keep an eye out into the darkness, I guess, looking through the gates like, let me in.
0: So I suppose, uh, Masika, activating your um, regularly s- slimming and now supernaturally slimming corset, Yeah. Uh, you slink your way through the bars.
1: Open bag immediately.
0: Pop free on the other side. Throw open the bag. Sudi quickly climbs out with his natural climb speed.
1: Uh, the Sticks an arm the down there,
0: because again, it's a, it's a pretty mm-hmm. deep bag and kind of pulls Citra up out of the bag as she springs out, ready to fight.
1: Yep. Is there anything <laughs> attempting to murder? Looking about. There's some markings on the ground they're birdies oh they are birdies. the
0: chamber beyond is large the ceiling of this grand chamber is painted with scenes from the banks of the river sphinx from here you can see two pools are filled with crystal clear water and in the dim illumination past that you can see a third one although from here you can't tell how deep these pools are there are painted crocodile hieroglyphs on the floors between each one of the pools almost giving the impression of crocodiles migrating from one pool to the next to the next along the central passage of this hallway. In the alcoves off towards your left and right, as you enter, you can see simple floor paintings of river herons. On the sides of each of these alcoves stand heron headed humanoid statues made of dark basalt, each of them in Almost these condescending or mocking imperious poses at the far end of the chamber, beyond the edge of your dark vision, but faintly illuminated, you can see two statues, although what they are, you can't exactly tell. They appear to be of seated figures.
1: All right. Well, after a few seconds, nothing murders, Narmer can go back across and get Hollis in the bag and over. Somebody should put on that helmet, I say, and then I get in the bag. See if those statues are golems.
0: Narva brings you over. You pop back out of the bag.
2: Yeah. Right. Um. I guess Sudi will spread out going towards west, uh, and he'll oh. start going down that way, I guess.
0: I suppose it would be a Hollis or Masika could put on the helmet, because, again, Sudi's already wearing a giant headdress. And
1: Masika has, has so. a giant headdress, oh, too. Oh, that's right.
2: So, yeah. Do you want to take Hollis off your size, cowboy hat and put on the takes helmet? takes off
1: her hat, puts on the
2: helmet, <laughs> puts the hat on top of the helmet. Yes, exactly. There you go. Does it do anything? No. Not that you can tell. Not yet, anyway. All right. right, So check for for golems.
0: Checking for golems? Uh, No. The statue closest to you is not a golem. Citra, I think, also has a golem bait scurb. I do, indeed. Yeah. The other one on the opposite side also is not a golem.
4: Hals going to look in this pool to see if there's danger there.
0: Glancing in the pool? No. It's only about three feet deep. Crystal clear water. The bottom of it's covered with tile green and blue tiled mosaics depicting Mm. what look to be either very small crocodiles or baby crocodiles.
1: Aww. I love it. cute. I guess let's start making our way deeper into this weird, weird room. I guess I'm going to detect magic
4: as well and kind of like maybe the pool and then looking at the walls. You make
0: your way forward. I imagine past the, the next pool as you continue your way up. The passage continuing beyond
2: Again, all in all, you
0: think this hallway is probably over... The hallway from left to right is at least 50 feet wide, with 10-foot-deep alcoves on either side, making it nearly 70 feet wide. And you Mm -hmm. think maybe over 100 feet in length. The ceiling in here is some 50 feet high. It is a titanic chamber. As you begin to make your way down towards the central portion, you see that there's another pool, again about 3 feet deep, with the same mosaics. Again, the same designs of herons off towards left and right and checking the next two statues as you begin to approach, you can tell that neither of those are golems. At the end of the passage though, you can now clearly see two statues of crocodile headed humanoids sitting on thrones atop the large dais at the far end of this chamber. Each statue carries a crook and flail of kingship although oddly the crook and flail are upside down. Hmm. Each one of them conspicuously does not wear a pharaoh's crown, although the statues are designed in such a way that a crown could be set atop their head. Uh-oh. I take the crown
3: off my head. Are we missing one? I guess so.
0: Scattered at the feet of both of these statues
2: are bones—thousands of small bones. Uh-oh. We probably don't want to put the head, on, the helmet, on there.
1: Mm. I guess we'll keep making our way closer. We yeah, might wait until we gole- find the I mean, other... We can
2: check all of them now and know they're yeah. not golems. So You
4: kind of want to detect magic on them and stuff once we get within yeah. range. Oh,
2: if they've been turned to stone, you wouldn't be able to detect that.
4: Well, yeah, but detect undead would be great. Don't you have that in the uh, mask?
2: Yeah, I can activate t- uh, Tomb Sight and see if there's any undead in here. I have detect undead uh, on, no, Nothing you see. Yeah, I didn't really think there would be.
1: We might need at the other helmet to do yeah. whatever this room needs to do.
0: As you make your way closer, uh, anyone that wishes to may make me an nature check if they so wish.
1: I got a 17 for a 34. Masika rolls an
0: 8 for a 34. Nice. So, Hollis Masika, looking over the stones, or looking over the bones as you begin to approach the far end of the chamber, you can tell that these are probably the bones of baby crocodiles. Oh. They may be the bones of dwarf caiman.
1: Hmm.
0: Again, these bones are scattered about all over the place, there must be hundreds. Hmm. As you begin to approach even closer, you can tell that each one of the pools that you passed up until this point have been about 15 feet wide, about 10 feet long. The one at the end of this passage is about 15 feet wide and about 30 feet long, leading up Hmm. to the dais.
1: Is it deeper?
0: Looking in, no, it's only about 3 feet deep. Weird. As you get closer to it, you can see that there are hieroglyphs. Down at the bottom of the pool.
1: Ooh, what do they say?
0: Translating them, they read, "He who would dare walk the path of water must boldly crown the rightful crocodile king."
3: Oh, oh, that's a riddle. oh nuts!
0: Cartouches carved into the bases of the two statues that you can now see, as you're no more than about 20 feet away, read, "Timber," and "Timbos."
1: Narmer, the, the list. Is there a, sh- the sh- list?
0: Sh- 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 yeah. Uh, Timber and Timbosh were Shekpatras. They were the twin younger brothers of uh, the lady that married Hakatep's brother. That were also part of like the plan to kill Hakatep along with, uh, uh, what's her name? Nyla.
4: Do have to crown the rightful king?
0: Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me. Ooh, Knowledge and Nobility. We don't get to do that one very often.
2: Uh, I don't have
4: that. Ah, Sugar has it. That is the one skill that Sugar maxes out.
0: <laughs> I do love the intrigues of the nobles,
4: and I do it in such a way that Hollis doesn't have a single rank, so it's all sugar. Because she has to me. watch her stories. Uh, I do roll an eleven for sugar, so sugar gets a thirty-four on her knowledge nobility.
0: Let's see, Crocodile King, Sekpatra. Well, obviously this isn't the recent Crocodile King, because the Ruby Prince's father was also the Crocodile King. That's completely huh. separate. But a little bit of trivia for any of you. <laughs> The Sekpetra were famously a family up until their destruction, which was uh, never really recorded, but I suppose we have a general idea what happened there, mostly yeah. petrified from what I remember, mm-hmm. that the uh, Sekpetras were a family business. They were uh, renowned for the selling of items mostly made from crocodile skins, which made ah. them exceptionally rich, although not necessarily respected by the other nobility because they weren't really nobility so much as just uh, jumped up entrepreneurs.
4: Yeah, like rich, rich merchants, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, they bought their way into uh, the noble circles.
4: The nouveau riche, as it were. The
0: nouveau riche, yes. I have no idea which one of these would be the rightful crocodile king.
4: Which one was older? Do we know which one was older?
0: I mean, they might have been by a couple of minutes, but they were supposed to be twins.
2: Mm. What if it means rightful as in the one on the right?
4: I do explain <laughs> everything that just happens,
2: yes, but, but I right explain when all you're right. looking
1: at it or right when they're looking at you?
2: Okay. I don't know, but it would be kind of funny if it's just the one on the right.
1: With that explanation, is there anything, any other, anything else we can do? I want to look at the statues up close. Maybe there's something
4: on the statues. Suda, so ask the statues which one is the rightful one.
2: <laughs> you think they're gonna know that? They, they might probably know. If something happens,
1: stuff. ooh, just ask them what happens when they put the crown on their head. Yeah.
0: Well, I was just gonna say anyone that wishes to may also make me a uh, nobility.
1: Oh, well, nobody else sure, has no, no, sugar.
2: Sure sugar, no. sugar again.
4: This time she rolled a 13 for a 30, for a 40.
0: So an answer to Masika's question, which I'm not entirely positive Masika actually asked, or if that was Heather. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hmm, Of course. I don't know who Heather is, but carry on. (laughs) on. (laughs) Sure. Breaking the fourth wall here. Yep. All familiars break the fourth wall. It's true. I think
0: the riddle is a, what's the best way to phrase this? It has a false pretense. Hmm. Neither of them were nobility, which means neither of them could have been inheritors of the living god for Osirian. Ergo, mm. neither of them could have ever been rightful kings.
4: Yeah, fair. So we just don't crown either of them?
0: That's all I know. Hmm.
3: I mean, there were two more passageways we didn't go down. Maybe there is a correct crocodile king somewhere. Uh, what?
4: These other little statues are who? Timber, Timber and Timbos? Timbos. No, no, the little ones, not the big
1: guys.
2: Uh, they're heron they're, they're headed
0: statues, which actually isn't related to any deity that you're wearing yeah. either.
1: I mean, technically, with Hakatep, we know his son died, and so there wouldn't, well, it would be his nephew, would be the next pharaoh in line, and obviously he's not in here.
2: Well, regardless, if they're not nobility, they would have no claim ever.
1: Yeah, so we can't crown either of them, and I bet crowning either of them is bad. This just seems like, why is there the giant cage? Why is all, the Hakatep was, yeah, oh. flamboyant, but he does, he doesn't do anything for no reason that what we've seen this so is far. A trap,
2: it summons in something horrible.
4: Yeah, if we crown him something bad probably happens and then you're stuck in here. Uh, let's search around the walls and stuff and
1: see if there's any... Yeah, is there somewhere else we could put the crown? Oh. Like a haha ha either one of these holes get it, so put it here type situation or what?
2: It might be in a different room.
1: Because
2: we're technically walking the path of water already, aren't we?
0: Uh, you can start searching the walls of the platform or yeah. anything else like that if you so wish.
1: Suni, talk to the statues. Oh yeah, talk to the rocks while we search.
2: I mean, they'll try. I'm gonna cast Stone Tell and... Uh... Talk to some rocks. Ten minutes of me uh, casting that spell.
3: Well, that gives us time to search around.
2: So, yeah, you guys have time to search.
3: Because I would probably talk to the two statue, crocodile statues, and then I would talk to the bird-headed statues. Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: suppose the rest of you circle around the room looking for any secret passages or magical auras.
1: And the pools aren't deep enough to have, like, anything. They're only, what'd you say, like, three feet deep?
0: Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. could wade way deep in the pools.
1: I mean, I guess Masika will stick her head in the pool and see if she notices anything, you know? It's like, maybe is it hiding a lip or something? You know what I mean?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Stone Tull is a minute per level, so uh, 15 minutes of me talking to rocks. Okay. So, Hollis
0: is looking at magic Auras. Citra, are you searching for secret
1: doors? Sure. Mystica is investigating the pools. Why not?
0: So, you making your way up to the statue. I suppose it's just approaching the one on the right, which is uh, the statue of Timbos. You place a hand on it. Focus. You feel like you've awoken the stone. Greetings, stone.
2: What happens whenever a crown is placed upon your head?
0: I don't know. No one's ever placed a crown on my head.
2: Why do people not beta test their features in this world, (laughs) man? Has anyone ever interacted with you besides me?
1: Mm, No. I love the rock voice, by the way. I love that they're, like, so derpy.
2: (laughs) All right, um... Repeat same line of questioning with the other one, I guess. Mm,
1: nope. (laughs) nope.
2: Go to each of the heron statues uh, and add in. Are you capable of moving? Or is there anything that can be done to move you?
4: I can't move. I could be moved. Anything could be moved if you try hard enough.
2: I guess Sudi will go walk through all these statues. Well, maybe
3: ask them, like, what happens in this room? Like, yeah. Do they know has what Has anything ever in happened room? in this yeah. room? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, has anything ever happened in this room? Any kind of, um, I don't know, explosions or something significantly changing?
0: Changing how? What statue in are you asking, way. by the way?
2: Uh, I'll just ask Timber because I'm there. Okay. Why not? Uh, changing like...
4: Um, like the water comes in or... Like-
2: uh water, The water here in the room changing, uh, some creature coming in, um, mm. the wall shifting, anything like that?
0: No. One time, a long, 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 long time ago, a bunch of people came in here.
2: What did there those people do? There must have do? been
0: 20, 40, 60, maybe even 100 people.
2: And what did those people do?
0: They all got turned into crocodiles.
2: (laughs) I was wondering, I was like, where are all these bones coming from, man?
4: (laughs)
1: They didn't even just go get real crocodiles. They turned people into crocodiles. I just like how the rock's like, and then they died. Yep.
2: (laughs) Why did they die? Or how? Or how did they die? I think
0: people, animals, even bugs need to eat.
2: Oh, That's I hate this guy. Dude, Hakatep's oh. the worst.
0: I think they were some of the people that helped build this place. Oh. Of course they
2: of course they were. Oh my gosh. I think they were in here
0: before. Then the whole building shook. And then I don't know this, but I like to think so. I think I was flying.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were flying.
2: Well, I can confirm you. I can confirm you were flying, and it was pretty cool.
0: That's neat. <laughs> I haven't flown in a long, long, long time. Not since I was birthed in the fiery heart of the world and launched through the sky in a massive explosion.
1: <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> We just keep all the, the rocks. The mileage the rock. of
2: Stone tell for humor in this is amazing.
4: I understand why um, Tafniju was always keep hanging out Talking with rocks. Roll- Talking to stones, <laughs> right?
2: Like, they're fun. Yep.
4: Got lots of stories.
2: Uh, okay, so I guess Sudo will relay the horrifying story of about 100 people getting turned into crocodiles and then starving to death in here. I hate
4: this guy. I mean, I didn't like him before, obviously, but every time I learn something new, it's always bad.
2: Odds are likely
0: only one of them starved to death.
4: Yeah,
1: oh, you know, it's, it's worse. true.
0: It's true, but it's horrible. So,
1: can we just say that Hockatet might be the worst, like, ever? Like, he's pretty bad.
2: He did have an especially cruel streak when it came to uh, silencing the people who helped build his great monuments. Well, he might be
1: the second worst. His his wife might be the worst ever. I'm not 100% sure.
4: I mean, I think a lot of slaves got killed when they built these big pyramids out here in the desert.
1: Yeah, but did people turn them into crocodiles and leave them in a room to starve to death or eat each other? I
4: mean... We don't know. I don't know
1: yet, but if I find out,
4: I will send you a message uh, the next time I find something like that. Okay.
0: Hollis, if you can make me a spellcraft, and Citra, if you can make me a perception.
4: I rolled a four
3: for a 30. I also rolled poorly. I rolled a Uh four for a 24 (gasps) or 23. Four buddies. Yep.
0: So, searching around the room, um, Citra, you don't see any signs of any traps or any secret passages.
3: Oh, was I supposed to be using my trap fighting?
0: Uh, your trap finding is a plus uh, seven bonus, correct?
4: Yes. Half level, yeah, I think.
0: If there was any traps, you have trap spotter, so you'd notice it if you walked within ten feet of one. Okay. Hollis, uh, the only thing that you do note, note in here magical, other than the constant pervasive magical auras and all the rest of that stuff, and listening to Sudi's story and becoming more and more uh, uncomfortable about being trapped in this room. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
0: there does appear to be a transmutation effect on both of the two statues. You can't identify specifically what it does, as it appears to be one half of a magical effect that would be triggered with an additional key, ah, much like the one half of an effect that you feel on the helmet that you're wearing on your head. You think whatever this is, if you place this on one of these statues, would restore the helmet to its full power.
2: Or turn you into a crocodile. That'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Until you can't get out of here, or you think you're a crocodile and you attack the party.
4: Alright, so these statues also have a half aura and we can make a whole aura by putting the helmet on there and uh, something would happen. I don't know exactly what, because it's hard to deal in halves when you're trying to identify magic items or, and what they do and whatnot. But
1: uh, since both pieces are hmm. here, I could maybe vision it. Oh, that
2: might be interesting. I mean, possibly that might tell us what the heck is going on here. Masika, you propose this.
0: I suppose Sudi takes oh, no. his hand off the statue, nods, turns. Sudi, as you turn... To address back towards Masika. You turn to see you are not in that chamber.
1: <gasps> the mask! Oh uh. no, mask instead mission!
0: you appear to be someplace entirely different.
1: Maybe it'll give you the answer to the riddle. A
0: wonderfully appointed chamber. A large open archway leading outside Gossamer curtains billowing in a soft breeze, as you can see the expanse of Sothis, the Sothis that was beyond and you hear the sound of a door opening behind you. I'll pick it up here next time.
4: Oh! All nice. right, we gotta save uh, Judy no, no. from falling in the water.
2: Uh, yeah, keep me out of the it's water, all, At least it's only three feet deep, so <laughs> we're mean, it's gonna true, keep I mean, it's true, eh? I water breathing, so I'd be fine. Dude, no, I'm that's
3: fine.
0: So just spitting and hissing everywhere.
2: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.